You are tuned in to Trapped in a Bubble. I'm your host, Dr. Tim Apollocky. Today is a special day. We have a miraculous person on the line, and I cannot introduce her. I'm going to have her introduce herself, and then we're going to get started. Hi, this is Debbie Um I think her podcast. I'm on uh, Danny J would have a seat and tap in. I am looking forward and anticipating these questions because they're wrong. I don't know what I'm going to be asked, but I do hope I answer them in a way according to his mood. Okay. Child and Bubble listeners and family. We had another interview that was scheduled, but it was some unseen events that unfolded, so it made us modify and change this interview. First, I would like to give a shout out and give a salute to Mr. Brown, which if you didn't know him, when they say not to know someone is to love him, just a rare jewel that was taken from us. So I would like for Danny J to basically, since she's known him pretty well, to just give him give him his salute, give him his flowers, and then we'll continue on with the show. Um, I try not to cry. Um, for some reason, I had a whole conversation in my head yesterday of what I would say um, at his at his um, homegoing ceremony and. I, if, if you know anyone, um, I guess as most people would say, like their Nana, that bake cookies and, uh, warm hugs and wisdom stories and healing words, um, that is the epitome of what that man is. I never really had the opportunity to... Um, have a father. My father passed away when I was four, and then I had a stepfather, but because I was so busy, I never really, you know, sat down. And then about 2016, I was introduced to him from uh, a friend. And when I say since that man has entered into my life, the word of God has went forth. Um, There's moments where I didn't have enough, and I didn't even know how he knew that I didn't have enough. And he would come and bring food and pick me up and take me to the store, help pay my bills. It was just an ongoing overflow of just abundance of love. And this man had never met me a day in his life until 2016. He has helped a multitude of people. I've seen him move people whole house on one trip with asking for no money. Um, I guess he knew better than I knew because I would have asked something that God was going to bless him uh, multitude for just the little that he does. He welcomed my children. They know and they have a new understanding of what a man's love is supposed to be. They have an understanding of what a father is supposed to be. And I am beyond grateful for even the small amount of times that I have had him in my life that I wouldn't change it for the world. Uh, Sammy Brown, 
Sammy Brown. It's, yeah. That that's that's all I can say. Okay. I have to I have to say my first experience. And it's it's kind of weird because Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I do have to tell this story. Because I recently did lose my stepfather. And this man drove from Commerce, Texas, which is eight to nine hours away on a bad transmission just to bring my daughters to me and just to be there for support and then turn right around, not even a day later, because the, the funeral was on Saturday and he drove right, Friday or Saturday, and he drove right back so he could make it to service on Sunday to, to speak. That's the type of man that he was. Now I say he drove eight hours to come, slept for a couple hours, we had the service, and then he slept for a little bit more and drove right back the same day to make it back to Texas. On Sunday. She don't get no better than that. Oh my God. My, my experience. It's okay. My experience with Mr. Brown. You, you never expect when the first time that you meet somebody. That it's their, the last time that you're going to meet them. And. It's kind. Of, it's kind. Of, it's kind of weird that a few weeks ago I I done a show called "What Would They Say About You Once You Passed On," and basically what what legacy do you leave? What what do you leave behind? You know what I mean? Is it is it gonna be? Is your name gonna be good? Is it gonna be bad? Is people gonna mourn over you? Uh, is people gonna be glad that that you're gone? I mean. That's something that we all have to walk down that road. And my thing was, I only had a few minutes. I only had 30 minutes with him. And I never met a person that I never saw again in that particular format. My my plan was to try to come down to Texas and like talk to him uh, sometime this year when my schedule cleared up. You know, more time in the summer when my kids were out of school. And I took off work because he just made such an impression to me. And just for a man to make an impression on another man, that speaks volumes. That that really do. I mean, people who truly know knows me, like, I don't really talk to men like that. So I have to really know you. And also, I have to have some type of respect for you to actually want to talk to you more than once more than twice more than three times and so it was it was just i didn't want to do it over the phone some people you just have to do face to face because they give you more face to face than versus what they do over the phone so i just want to glean from that and so my my thing is that was that was my moment of time with mr brown i wish it could have been more Cause I believe I could have grown more as a man, you know, anybody that knows me, I try to strive more and more every day to be a better person, but sometimes, and this is not no homo type stuff, but you know, I love him. You know, I love Mr. Brown. Even though I met him one time and to want to spend time with him. And I think that's something I have to put on record today, which leads us in today's, 
uh, episode. So this is disclosure. Everyone who who who's gonna listen to this, if you don't want anything graphical to listen to, then you probably need to turn this particular episode off now. This is gonna be uncensored, uncut. It's not gonna be edited. Made we might put an instrument behind it. We don't know. We might put a song behind it. We don't know. But I'm just letting you know now. If 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 you are not very thick skin. This is not the episode that you want to listen to on today. So, uh, Danny J, are you are you ready for the questions? Because we're gonna be pulling the gloves off and we're gonna be punching above our weight today. Yes. Now, I had to lead off with Mr. Brown because of the man that he was, who he is. Okay. And is it fair to say that Mr. Brown is a man of honor and a man of principle and just a good man? Yes, he was a man of integrity as well. Would you do? Do you think that guys still make men like him, or does not make men like him anymore? I don't think that um, there are men that are built like him anymore. I don't really see that anymore. Um, when I was younger, I was honored to meet a. Oh my God! A gross, gross ain't even the word. The growth of men that I met when I was younger was beyond words because they came with love, joy, peace, happiness. Even in the midst of the things that they were doing, they still did it with respect. Um, loyalty was a big thing for them. Honor was a big thing. Now we're not gonna say they didn't cheat. They didn't have other families. They did that. But even when they did, they took care of both homes. Even when they were selling drugs. They took care of the community. Even when they were doing things wrong, there was always a right at it. Now, these these new men don't have the oomph to have respect for elders. They don't have respect for women. They don't have respect for their children. They don't have respect for themselves. It's, it's, it's nothing that they wouldn't do and care the very next day you know it was they will kill their best friends their children their mothers they wouldn't care and just wait move forward as though it never happened there's no willingness to just want to even be better or to even learn you know back in the days your grandpa and, and dad would show cutting grass uh working on cards even being a, a, a janitor, they had honor and respect for their job. Being a, a, a trash truck person, they had honor and respect for their neighborhood. These yes. people, these men, they don't they don't dress well, look well, or smell well. I don't know disrespect to the gods, but they just don't. I wouldn't even... It's, it's hard for me to date because of the men that I knew, like men like Tim, men like Mr. Brown, men like my stepfather... When they went outside, they looked like they care, you know, and they always made sure that their women and their household was always without need. I, I can't really say that. like, And that's why I think I dated older when I was younger because of the type of men that I saw. Hmm. That's that. That's interesting. So why do you think God takes people like that when they have so much to teach and to give to other people to 
to pass on. I mean, that's a form of leg legacy to take care of another generation so they can keep going because you want the generations as they keep going to get better, not worse or weaker docile. Um, you know, I've been I've been racking myself back and forth trying to figure that out. And I think I just got the answer as you was asking the questions because they're they don't they're not respect on this earth. They don't hmm. get the same um joy as you know, as we hear out the heaven sings. They don't they don't get that here. They are not respected. Nowadays the women don't honor them, they don't respect them, they don't cook for them, they don't take care of them, they don't do anything for them that would make them that you know for people who know them they know them but i remember you know it was a thing for someone to say you know this is my man and he does this and he does that and he does like he take care and it you don't hear that anymore all you hear is the negative of what their man or a man does and men like mr brown I mean, everybody have a shaky past, but they, they never shook his past for the amount of things that he did will exceed what he had done. You know what I mean? So for him being on earth, I don't think I don't think he was appreciated enough on earth for him to have to stay here. That's the only mm. thing that I can think of of why they are took him so early, because I've even asked um for my father, he died when I was four. And when I said I've asked well over 50 to 100 people to tell me what type of man my father was, and I have yet to hear one negative thing that anyone has to say about my dad. Wow. So it was like, well, what the freak did he have to die for? Like, well, why didn't I get to enjoy his moments? Because he wasn't appreciated here the way he was supposed to. It was it was more or less people always trying to steal, use and rob his joy. And that's one thing I can't say about Mr. Brown or even my stepfather, Mr. Kelly, or even my father. They will always take, 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 take. It's rare that I seen people give and pour back into him. And I think he was just basically used up faster than he was supposed to. Because there's women that I know that are here at 94, 92, 99. And I'm like, well, why are they still here? Why didn't, you know, right. again, honor women a thousand times more than we honor the men that we need to, that they need to be here because there's so much to be learned, but they don't appreciate. They don't, they don't get the flowers early. They don't get the, you know, mother, fathers, they pour in the amount of gifts. They don't get the Achilles, they don't get the awards, they don't, you know, if you go back and look at your, your grandma and grandpa house, you're not going to really see pictures of grandpa, you're not going to nope. really see pictures or, or even the fact that he was even there, you're not even going to see that, right. it's almost like it was a figment of an imagination, Right. so I think that's why they are taken early, that's the only thing I can rationalize with to make it make sense. Now, for all these these great men that you that you meant that you mentioned, Mr. Brown, Mr. Kelly, your dad, what all do they have in common besides being great? You saying that people using them, misusing them without any names. Can you can you tell everybody? What do you mean by who's using them? Family. Family and friends. Family and friends are one of your biggest, especially family. Family is one of the worst people that you can ever just 
imagine. But I, I have to always look at family as strangers because you never really know them jokers when you're born. No way. You have to grow up to learn them, which is the mm. same like friends. You, you don't really know them until you meet them and then you grow to learn them and grow up to love them. So that is, that is something I think that we have to, you know, we always, blood is thicker than water, but if you really look at it, we're all water. And then mm. we become blood. So I think that that's one thing. And they're, they're constantly used because their heart is so big and because they always have, I guess, you know, because uh, it don't matter. You know, yeah, they borrowed a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars and they didn't give it back. I get it later. I'll make it back up later. It's nothing, you know, but I guess to a poor man, is I need my money back. <laughs> a rich man with a rich heart that, you know, God blesses them and always gives them overflow. They it, it is what it is. They I guess they could just truly be angels on earth and put here to do their will and, you know, if they lose something, it really doesn't matter to them. Wow. But to me, it, it bothers me because I right. feel like they can use. <laughs> You know, but and, and you never see them murmur and complain. They probably do it in silence, but you don't never see them murmur and complain. It's and they're quiet spirit too. Until you get them among people that, you know, help them and make them laugh and kiki, they are normally the person in the room that nobody really noticed. But when they walk in the room, everyone see them. But once they kinda just they're there, they kinda fade. It's like they watch everybody have joy and they you never really see them really dancing and you know whatever until they get a little hour or two in them and then they finally relax a little bit and then you'll see them kind of step out in the limelight but they're really not the type of people that you'll 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 see shown but they are always well known but not talked about enough i think wow so why do you think okay Without all this greatness, because this, this is what you're talking about, greatness, you know? You know, why do you think so many good people are taken from this earth and all these evil ones are still here? I think because earth is hell. Hmm, okay. I've heard that before from other people. I kind of, I heard it, but I didn't really listen to it. But can you be more descriptive and tell the tell the audience what you mean by hell on earth? I mean, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Yes. I mean, could you be more prescriptive to the to the audience that's living? You know, because people have always said, "Oh, well, you know, it's hell on earth," or "He's giving me hell," "She's giving me hell," or hell on wheels, we kind of use that word kind of loosely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Back in the... About one second to get a real good thought. Pause for just a second. Okay. Okay, while you pause with that, I'll just... Okay, my answer is, when you go biblically, um, it says that the angel was sent from heaven 
to us. Okay. And that would be Satan, the fallen angel. Okay. So if he was sent to earth, I mean, that kind of, out of no disrespect, that's kind of self-explanatory. We live on earth, you know? And then they said he went to hell. Um, where Where is hell? I mean, if we are supposed to be living and basking in glory, God gave us free earth, and we have to pay absolutely for everything. Okay. I don't know what we don't have to pay for. Even love, we have to pay for. <laughs> That's true. Here is war, is famine, is sickness, is death. It's it's it's. I mean, it's it's just unbearable sometimes you wake up and you gotta fight to sometimes be happy you know even the rich people you can't really say they're happy because you'll see them their kids is on drugs they're running away they're transgender um i just seen the other day michael keaton um nephew michael just died i think last year or year before last of a uh uh drug overdose on opium these are millionaires right what do you have to not be you have millions? What do you not have to be happy? Right. I mean, you can go wherever, however you want to go. You can live wherever you want to live. You know, and it's not you doing the work. It's 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 um your family's doing the work. All you have to do is go to school. Come on. I mean, pressure. So that's probably be a thing, but at the end of the day, you're not to us we're looking at them like you're not living in the struggles that we're living in because you don't have to worry about light water gas you don't have to worry about feeding your kids you don't have to worry about if if you you don't have it this month are you going to be evicted like there's a a extreme overflow of money so there's no way you should not be happy but if you're not happy broke you're not going to be happy rich so we all see that rich or poor, you still go through the same life issues of not feeling appreciated. I guess that's the word, or not feeling like you're good enough. So human nature, we can't escape that without money. So there's no, and then greed. Greed is the biggest thing that you ever think on earth. So there's no way, no one, unless God comes telling himself, we're not living on hell and we try to make it into heaven. There's a gift, um, in Jamaica called Ludic. And then there's a game in America called Sorry. And the way I've always looked at it, that is the game of life. Not mm-hmm. like the game of life, but the game of life. Because it's four places that you call it home. And you have to go around the world, basically, to make it into this little space, which I call heaven. And along the way, you have people that will land on you, and um, you'll go back home. You got to start all the way back over. You can block the gates and not allow other people to get past you until you can get there. So you literally are fighting around this table. And it is and sometimes you get right at the, 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 the gate to go up the ladder to get into heaven. And somebody will knock you right off. And you got to start all the way over. Wow. And I look at those sometimes at that moment where you're like, oh, I'm going to just do it that one last time. And I'm not going to do it again. And then boom, you in jail, you're dead, you robbed. So it's the same, it's the same to me that, we have to be living on hell and working our way up to heaven because it is so many devils that walk among us that yeah. I can't even imagine how a person just, I heard the story just the other day, I don't remember like I done after this one, the other day that he literally, literally 
killed his ex-girlfriend on live, then turned around to go kill his wife, his ex-wife, because he felt like she is the reason why he is the way that he is. Wow. On live. What demon can that be in heaven? It, it, it just can't be. We have to be living on hell. There's no way you could wake up in the morning and be like, you know what? I'm about to go kill my ex-wife. I'm going to record it at the same time. And I'm going <laughs> to kill my, 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 my girlfriend because I'm just unhappy. Go to sleep. Take yourself to jail. Like, why do you have to kill someone in order for you to be relief from whatever you're dealing with? Like, come on now. Right. Sick. This, this, this sickness. Can't nobody ever call Earth heaven. We at war right now. And we don't even know why. Now we, them, over there, is at war right now. And can anybody really give us the honest truth? Like, you never really know a person. Can you give us the honest truth why we really at war? They are. They at war at themselves, you know what I'm saying? And that's the only thing I can think of. That's the only thing I can think of. It, it makes absolutely no sense that anybody can say we not not living on hell. Again, like Mr. Brown, the man with that amount of gratitude of of giving to everyone, and he died from a drunk driver. <laughs> Crazy. I'm on the phone. I forgot to get you up. Go ahead. Next question. Okay, so basically I'm recording on the different floor mats, so it only gives us 30 minutes. So we're at 26, so we got to make the next four count. But I, I wanted to interview you basically when it came to basically the church and the state of the world was the original original interview but since uh i mean we could always do a part two once that end we could just do it again yeah that's true that's true that's true too so you know it's just it's just it's crazy how this world is it's, it's like it takes you it takes you years to know somebody and it's possible that you may not even know them then it's like they say that you can trust me, but the main ones say you, you can trust, you can't trust. So it's like, it's crazy. It's, it's, you know, and then you have people like Mr. Brown, Mr. Kelly, you know, these are legendary people who, who, who are, are transiting into the next arena. So all, all those gifts, all those talents, all that wisdom is go gone and it's transformed into something else. But, us on earth can't benefit from that you see what i'm saying so if people like that are not teaching or passing along or not able to or people don't listen to them then how are we supposed to get better i just see that the male racist is gonna get more worser you know what i mean i see i see younger people marrying older people just to get something that they should be for someone around their same age as well. Um, Go ahead. I know you're not supposed to, I'm supposed to get an interview, but um, why do you think that 
we have got to that part where men do not, because you're men yourself, um, do not speak towards the youth anymore. I, I, I think it's not that that the men don't want to because, I mean, you'd be surprised and when you start talking to them or how many wants to pass on some their knowledge. But the fact is there's so much in battle mode. They're so, you know, they're not getting the support. You know, most of them, if they're married or they just have, you know, someone, they don't support them. So they have to double up what they're doing. To keep things afloat, not to not to prosper, but to, to stay afloat. So a man can only you, you know fight for so long. He's fighting, fighting at home, he's fighting at work. Chances are he don't even like the person that he is, you know, but he had to put on certain skins just to survive. Chances are he doesn't even like the job that he works. And don't like his boss and people that he work with. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like, I think it's more of a survival instinct. Now it's like, put your mask on first. And then maybe if the person besides you might get a shot. But, you know, it's just, when I think about the 80s, 90s, you know, it was still about, it was still about family. It was still about togetherness. You know, of course, in the 60s, they were, you know, 50s, they were kind of forced to do that. In the 50s, 60s, 70s, they kind of branched off, but they still it was still some family. And then it, it leaked into the 80s in the early 90s. But then when the ones who were too old to pass along to the ones who are passing now, you know, they had more time. I'm talking like your greats, your your greats and your great greats, you know, pass it on to the wisdom of the ones that's transcending now. And Do you think men 